So, here's a story of a lovely lady. <laughs> so I thought I'd give you a little background of uh, who I am. Who is the voice? And my name is Kayla. I'm 34. I'm single. No children. Never been married. Both my parents are alive. They do, they separated when I was about five. I have a older brother. He is my half brother. And then I have my second oldest, who him and I are 17 months apart. And him and I share the same father and mother. And I used to have a cat. <laughs> and I live in a place with lots of supports. And along with my beautiful tribe of people. I've experienced a lot of things in the world. I remember I used to be scared <laughs> of experiencing the world. So, here's what I'm about to say. Is, when I was younger, my imagination was on point. I, I made friends very easily. It was never a challenge for me to make friends. In fact, I felt like I used to just, people would be magnets. And, um, and I don't know if I was a kid and I was just very, like, healing. <laughs> but, uh, my whole life, uh, I've had people just come up to me and share me with me their life stories. I remember sitting in a sauna once and this lady would just tell me about her sex life. I was like, oh, just thought I was sitting in a sauna. And so I never had an issue of attracting people into my life. And a lot of that kind of, since I was younger, I mean, I'm still best friends with um, friends that I had in kindergarten. And what's interesting about that is that growing up when everyone's attracted to you, 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 what happened in my experience was it was really hard to be everyone's friend. So like everyone would label me as their best friends, but I never felt like I had that opportunity to even figure out like who I am as a friend, what I wanted as a friend. It was just people just kept labeling me and almost like, well, Kayla's my best friend, but no, she's my best friend. And I remember in elementary with two of my best, my best friends, but they have proven to be my best friends <laughs> throughout the years, um, through their actions. And, uh, not that a friend needs to prove that, but in this scenario, uh, we've been friends since kindergarten, but uh, in elementary, they used to fight who would sit next to me, and uh, they got to the principal's office, and my point is, is that my energy, even when I was a kid, I always had to, I didn't always, but I did, uh, 
I came from an environment where um, my community raised me, right? So I had sleepovers all the time. I've had, you know, people, you other people on my soccer teams or whatever team I was in would um, take me to games since we didn't have the means for whatever reason to get there. I'm not going to go too, too into details. Um, but the point is, is that growing up, I've learned to play a role. I learned to be people's friends for what their needs was. And so what happened was in high school, when things happened, um, I didn't A, know how to be a friend to myself. And I didn't really understand friendships at the level of like I, I'm very blessed that I have people that care about me and you know did I take friendships for granted of course I did I've taken granted relationships with myself and I remember being younger and I always visioned my life like I visioned my life I'd always play school and I wanted, and I would, in my head, I was going to be a teacher, I was going to have children, I was going to be married, all before 25. I'm almost 10 years older than that, and <laughs> those things are not what I thought they would be. I thought 35 would be like 50 <laughs> when I was a kid. And anyway, and so my point is, is that I always thought of these things, right? So I thought I was going to get married. I wasn't going to have sex until my wedding night. I had very like strong beliefs as a kid. And through having lots of experiences and being exposed to a bunch of different people, you know, I, I kind of allowed myself to always trust things. So discernment was one thing I really needed to evolve. And I remember um, I remember going over when I was like 17, I went over to, um, oh, uh, sorry, my boss just texted me, but I remember going over to someone's house that I trusted and we played a game and there were people in that game and in that room that I did not know. Um, but I just trusted them because my friend, I trusted my friend. Long story short, um, I ended up getting raped and I was 17 and I was so ashamed. You know, first off, my dream of, you know, deflowering myself to my husband on my wedding day was just crushed. Uh, my... The process of like, I trusted you, like, how could this happen? Um, and also like, I, I didn't tell anyone for almost like a year. I was so ashamed. Um, I, I was ashamed that my, I either doubted my intuition or I wasn't being aware. I, I play, I blamed things. I mean, I, I allowed that to happen four other times. I've been raped four times in my life and very close to that. And I was mad at my friends at the time because I thought, well, 
they're my friends. They should know me. Like, they should know that these behaviors are not me. Like, why are they seeing me? So I just kept getting more angry. And, um, there was a time where me and my best friend, um, he stopped talking for a year. Like she, she couldn't understand it. Like, and there's so many times where my friends had to keep bailing me out and like, Kayla, why do you keep putting yourself in these situations? What are you doing? And, uh, I moved to Colorado the first time and it was beautiful. I loved it. And I loved it because I didn't have all these people I felt I needed to, to play a role or play a part. I was so drained. So many people needed me. And here I am like battling my internal battles and ashamed of them. And I, and I just kept pushing people away and choosing men that almost saw me as a victim and created more of that victim mentality and life. And I, uh, I was abusive. I, I ended up being abusive verbally because I was just so like traumatized by this experience that I didn't know how to work through. I didn't, I no longer trusted people. I no longer trusted myself. And I tried to kill myself one day. Um, I remember just taking all these pills and I was so angry at my boyfriend at the time. Um, and I, and he like called my work and he told my boss and he told all these people what happened. And I was so angry. I was like, how could you do this to me? Like you betrayed me. And you know, and he's doing it out of love and caring. Like, like, I don't know how, what to do with you anymore. And, uh, I just felt like this, um, this nuisance. And, uh, I just kept creating these thoughts and these things. And only, um, I only thought people, you know, my behaviors came very like lustful. Like I didn't, I thought people wanted love a certain way. I I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. I never allowed the understanding to come in. Um, and so I was forced to go to therapy and in that therapy, I learned coping skills of talking it out. I learned that when I talk things out and I can hear myself say this, which is why this is very beneficial for my growth. And I just remember my accounts. I found creative ways in poetry. I'd write people's letters and never give them. I would listen to songs and inspiration or like just feeling like somebody else knows what I feel. And, uh, I connected to very, um, healthier coping styles, right? I wasn't drinking that much. I wasn't, I don't God, who knows what I was really doing. Um, and, uh, I learned to heal. I learned to figure out what works for me. And it was hard, um, because every time that I allowed myself in those situations, I, I opened myself up to trust someone and I ended up having very similar experiences. And so, um, it took a lot of times, it took a lot to heal it. Uh, and I just remember like just being so 
suicidal and so depressed and so angry and I just felt like I could never choose me um and I felt like I just I didn't it killed my dreams I didn't after those moments I didn't really know what I wanted to do in life I just kind of floated um because as a kid you know these were my dreams and you know I wanted to be a teacher and my and growing up you know I was in special ed classes um you know they told my mom and they told me like in second grade like she doesn't know how to read she just memorizes things and first off how did I get to second grade and like no one said that like there, there was just things on my past where people would tell me I wasn't capable of it um they would say like oh you're dyslexic um well so I see the world different right I see my numbers backwards I, I see words different I read <laughs> um you know right to or left to right like I've 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 adapted to I was adapted to those but also was adapting to those beliefs that I wasn't capable of those things um and it took me a long time to realize like Wow, look at all these filters people put on my path when I was like young. They told me and labeled me at such a young age when I was just growing and learning. And maybe someone needed to just share the information in a different perspective in a different way. And maybe that's what the system was set up for, but I can tell you that was not my experience. And when I got to college, they were like, "Oh, you're pretty far behind. And I was like, what do you like? So then college is now saying that I'm behind and they're labeling me. So all through these years, people are labeling me and people are telling me what I can and can't do. I'm in elementary school. Like, did they provide services? Of course they provided services. I'm grateful for those services and there's a lot of amazing teachers that I have found along the way. But in that experience of being in classes that had I you know was in special needs or whatever you would call it um cuz I had a learning disability is what they said. And uh but in that experience I met people of all walks of lives. And I never judged them. And maybe that's why people were so drawn to me because I was always so kind. But in that in those experiences and what I've had to learn was how much of a victim I was because of the filters and the labels and the things that people told me who I was. What kind of friend I was and all these things and I never got the opportunity to really know who I was. And I see people who have had those opportunities and I see them thriving in life. Um and so it's funny is something I'm working through is my follow through. Uh I had the recognition about, you know, you start a lot of things, you don't finish a lot of things and da 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 and a lot of that comes down to my self-worth. And I've had to learn 
myself learn, you know, I've, I had to learn to take my power back, um, to relove my body and how I can share my body in a healthy way, how I can share my love in a healthy way. Uh, I used to be super extreme. <laughs> I had to apologize to a lot of men along the way about how extreme I used to be. Not all or nothing, right? Uh, almost like a very overwhelming energy but through my point is is through all these experiences I've had um I never I I I'm not that person anymore and I uh made choices that were gonna get me out and I was angry and there were people along the way that cared and I just I took them for granted because I realized that I played such a mom role at such a young age that I thought it was my job to care for everyone, and I thought that, well, these people love me. I need to love them. These people are doing this for me, so I need to do this for them. And, you know, that's what I was shown to think that that was true because I had some filter. You know, I had, I allowed those experiences either shape me or hinder me. and. I found the strength and it was hard. There were embarrassing moments, um, but in, I've had so many embarrassing moments in my life. I look back and they're hilarious. And so I guess my point is, is that in sharing this is that, you know, I am so proud of who I am and what I've accomplished and I never allowed there were moments I did, so I can't say never, but I am, I don't allow those things to label me. I'm not those things. Uh, those were experiences that I had. I learned the lesson from them. I might have had to repeat them a few times to learn them, but I learned them and the accomplishment of learning a lesson like that, being Hold and brought down and just feeling like you're nothing to something that you understand how powerful you are is one of the most liberating life lessons. And so I share this experience because you're not alone. I share this experience because it can look different. I share this experience because it's something that it can and it did and it will and it will continue to evolve. I can't sit here and pretend they didn't happen because they did. It explains a lot of my behaviors and a lot of things I did. And forgiving that other, those people, those did those things to me, that was hard. And then to forgive myself, that was harder. But when I did, there was forgiveness. And what I've learned is to have unconditional love, there has to be forgiveness. And so that was one of the lessons that I had to learn. And it took an experience that was not so exciting. But I learned a lot. And I'm grateful for friendships. I'm grateful for support. I understand things a little better. So, 
there's a little background of uh, some experiences I've had. So, accept and acknowledge with gratitude and much love and light. And today is a fabulous day. <laughs>